Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We Yo, what is up, everyone, and welcome to the Poke Tower Podcast. Uh, it is episode 103. Man, 103. We are just hucking through them uh, after episode 100. You know what I mean? We're wait, We're just uh, on track to the what? Two two hundred, I'm sure is the next well, big milestone. Maybe one fifty. Maybe one fifty. But anyways, yeah. guys, episode one hundred and three. Thank you so much for joining us today. How's everyone doing? We got a live chat on YouTube. Let's say what's up to everybody. We got uh, that guy, Ivan Alpha, uh, Sean, and oh, Chase. Chase. What's up, Chase? What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us and being uh, here when the podcast starts. If you guys don't know, we do run a live chat on YouTube. So if you guys are uh, able to stop by please stop by also join the discord where we talk about everything uh collecting like we do here on the podcast dragon ball super digimon Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon whatever it is that we like to collect we cover um if you guys are new welcome uh anything else no that's it welcome Sweet. guys to episode 103 of the poke tower podcast again we are a collectibles podcast and uh, we talk about everything Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon dragon ball digimon and more um we got a bunch of uh, good information today, as you guys can see. Devin is out here visiting. We got him. We got. We're at. We're both in the Poke Tower right now. Yeah. So he's actually sitting across from me. <laughs> it's it's a crazy setup. If you guys, I shared a picture on my uh, my Instagram and on the Discord. But I have two monitors. One's facing me, and then we three sixty or we one eighty the other one. So there's yeah. a camera facing that way. That way. There's a camera facing this way. There's a light pointing that way. There's a light yes, pointing this way. Double lights, uh, everything. Yeah. So it's pretty easy though. Quick, easy setup. Uh, pretty dope that we were able to get uh, back in the same room after almost after what, almost hundred episodes. Of yeah. When we used to, when we go back in the past when we started this whole thing, we were in the same room. If you guys followed that long, so it's dope to be uh, here. So. What do we got? We got dad in the chat. So, um, yeah. So, guys, if if it seems like I'm ghosting the Discord, it's because I'm actually pretty darn busy, and my parents and Devin are out here visiting. So, any sort of social media life I had, I just put on the back burner and uh, and just you know do our thing. Uh, but we got a lot of stuff for the podcast today. Eddie, what's up? What's up, Eddie? That's a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we upgraded, guys. We upgraded from uh, all the box break. <laughs> The box break yeah, that we got. We just upgraded the hologram. Guys. All right. So let's get episode 103 started. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. This is going to be a pretty long episode, so let's just get this ball rolling. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. Here we go. Uh, what are we doing this week? We're doing... Uh, oh, man. This is... See, I don't have I don't have an extra monitor, so I can't really see what's going on. Uh, I believe we're going into a scouter report this week. That's right. Here we go. Dude, it's so dope. I can hear the sound clips. <laughs> it's so dope. All right. So the Poke Tower Scout Report is a segment where we look at cards or maybe collectibles that you guys are on the fence about and we research them. Uh, these are things that I may not know much about either, um, but you send it to us in the Discord. We do a little uh, digging and then we move on from there. Um, so what are we looking at today? We are looking at these. What is that? Latios, Latios. Latios is blue, right? Uh, yeah. All right, they're Japanese cards. Um, 
And this one comes from our member Palm and Meats. So let's see, let's see what we got going on here. The first thing I want to do is I want to um, actually we'll go ahead and talk about just a little bit the background of these cards. So we got Latios, Latias, and uh, these cards come from the City of Water Japanese theater packs, and they were actually come in two different decks. So they're they're like half decks. The Latios comes in one. The Latias comes in another. Um, you can buy the cards individually for about 70-ish dollars. That can change based on condition. And then it's about 140 150 for the set. If you buy a sealed half deck of either or Latios or Latias, that's going to run you about 1100 1200 bucks. Oof. Yeah, they're crazy expensive. Um, and then a PSA 10 copy of either card sells for that sealed price. So it's pretty linear. Sealed price is going to be your PSA 10 price. Um, you're, you're better off just trying to find some mint raw ones, which you can uh, for much cheaper than 1100 and that should help you uh, gain some value in your cards. Um, the thing about these is, is that they're not very like hot ticket items. They're very few and far between with the sales. So you won't see a lot of sales on these. But what we can do is we can check out the history behind these cards and we'll take a look at this link I got here. So this is from Bulbapedia and this is a little information on the Theater Limited Versus Pack. Okay. So the Theater Limited Versus Pack is a Japanese exclusive half deck for the Pokemon trading card game released in conjunction with the Japanese screening of Pokemon Heroes, Latios, and Latias. This is a picture of what the half deck looks like. You can see the card comes right up in front. You get a nice little coin. This is actually pretty cool. Um, you could almost keep it like that if you wanted to. I mean, the value's there. So yeah, this, that's sick. This half deck was released on... Can everyone hear Devin all right? Uh, the half deck was released on July 13th, uh, 2002. It focuses on legendary Pokemon Latios, Latias, as well as several owners Pokemon and some that are native to the Altomare. What is Altomare? The central location in the movie. Okay, so it's a location. All right. The cards use e-card stock in the same fashion those from Pokemon VS Expansion and also feature the same versus symbol uh, that appears on Pokemon vs. Expansion cards. Okay. As with Pokemon vs., Wizards of the Coast did not translate these cards following their statement that such cards were inappropriate for competitive play. So you're only going to find these in Japanese. These cards following their statement, uh, let's see, all the cards exclusive to the half deck were therefore never released outside of Japan. There we go. Uh, in addition to the half deck cards, you get a rule book, damage counters, status counters, and custom coin. And that is pretty much it um, as far as what these things are. Again, we give you guys a quick breakdown of the prices, 70-ish to maybe 140, 150-ish for the set. Uh, sealed half deck is going to be about 11, 1200 bucks. PSA 10 is going to be uh, right around that price as well. And then the 9s are actually fairly cheap. You're talking maybe maybe 200, 300 bucks. Um, nothing too crazy. And uh, let's let's take a look at the commandments here. And you guys might be surprised on this, you know, because you might think this is a, you know, just a home run in terms of like, yeah, this is a no-brainer. But uh, this is kind of what I think about it. For character... I'm going to give it three stars. And you're like, wait, what? Latios, Latias? Are you kidding me? Two legendaries? Let's think about where Latios and Latias land in the legendary Pokemon, like, top 20. 
they probably don't crack top 10. I mean, you can fill the top 10 very quickly with other Pokemon. It's pretty easy to do. Um, and I would even go as far to say that some, uh, some pseudo-legendaries are even more sought after, more popular than Latios Latias. Think about Dragonite. Think about um, Salamence. Think about Tyranitar. Like, think about Metagross. A lot of those guys are either just as popular or slightly more popular than these guys. Um, that doesn't mean anything. I'm just, I'm looking at them. Don't, don't get hyped up by the price is what I'm saying. Don't get married to the price of the card, but actually think about like who would be looking for this, right? Um, cause the sales are few and far between. So there, it's not like, you know, these things are just hotcakes and everyone needs to have one. You got to have a very specific taste or, you know, you, you have a reason why you're buying this thing. You look at the artwork. Um, the artwork's nice. I'm going to give it four stars. Uh, it doesn't really knock your socks off. I like that it has a little uh, in, insignia down there in the bottom right. I like the yep. e-reader style. Yep. Um, it's got a Cosmos hollow pattern. But, you know, Latios and Latias, they're just, they look like airplanes. So if you don't use up the space on the card well, the artwork can be like kind of mid. You know what I mean? Um, but I'll give it four stars. It's it's clean. I really like it. I like that it, the card's white, and then they have the blue and the red to kind of contrast that. Um, rarity, I'm giving it five stars. Why? Because this was a limited release during a theater, you know, uh, promotion. And not only that, but you can't even get both cards. You you get a half deck, which has one. So you even if you were to obtain one, you got a quite a journey before you get a second one. So Rarity, I'm giving it five stars, especially because it's only released in Japan. So they are hard to get. Um, the set, we're going to go off of the versus half half deck. Five stars. Uh, again, like you're paying 1100 to 1200 bucks for this. So people do pay good money for rare products. And then the last category here, no story, no glory. I'm giving it three stars because... The story is there if you care about it. You know what I mean? But you have to think about how many Pokemon collectors will actually ever know this information or how many of them actually care about it, right? So if you're if you're into it and you're like, I'm glad that you told me this because this is sick. Like, it's cool that it was from a Japanese theater release. You know, you only get one half before you get the other. It, it's really cool when you hear about it. But how many Pokemon collectors do you know that don't listen to this podcast and be like, hey, uh, did you know about these half decks? Like they, it's just, it's not a very hot story, right? You have to research and a lot of people don't like to research. So it's just not a flashy story. It's, it's hard to sell. You have to want to know about these to find out about them. Um, so there you guys go. That's my breakdown of it. I think, I think this is a rare item. I just think uh, it's going to be few and far between. And then if you ever wanted to sell this item, it would probably be difficult to find uh, a buyer just because, you know, I think the story's not there. There's no buzz around it. You know what I mean? Got anything on that? Um, you know, I think uh, I think in terms of Latios and Latios, I, there's like a another tier of like Pokemon. Like so, when I think Legendary, I think of like the main Pokemon that you save your Master Ball for, so like Groudon, Kyogre, Rayquaza. Yep. You know, Mewtwo. But even then, like you have like your mythical Pokemon. So this is more falls in like the mythical realm, I think. But then you have like your top tier mythical Pokemon, like Celebi, Jirachi that are really well known. 
But then you have ones that are more like A tier that people don't really like, like Manaphy. And like some people really like it and enjoy it. Some people don't. You have Shaman. Um, you have Victini. You have uh, Latios and Latias. And then I would even put, you know, the dogs in there too. You have the Tapus. Yeah, the Tapus. I'd even put <laughs> the dogs in there too because not there's some people who really, really love the dogs and there's some people who just don't because they didn't put them in the main line. You had to go and search for them afterwards. Most kids didn't have the, the attention span or like the goal, like orientated drive to want to like get all those Pokemon because you never saw them. You know what I mean? When you saw them and then they vanished and then you're like, well, how do I get them? You know, and then they would yeah. just pop up randomly. So as a kid, that was a hard thing to understand. They weren't menacing legendaries. Yeah, exactly. They were, so, they were, they were evasive. Oh, oh, let's play and run and yeah, know, so play tag. I see tag. these, I see these like, more of like on. a mythical, mythical type Pokemon that, you know, just aren't, aren't, uh, aren't that popular. And I think that, like Denny said, it's a really cool idea of how it came. I like to hear about it. I'm that guy. Hey, I like, I like the knowledge and I like hearing about it. But uh, I'm not searching for it. You know, well, imagine this. Imagine trying to tell this story to someone who's hyping up like Silver Tempest. Imagine trying to you know share. I mean? try, imagine trying to share this story, like like what, if you're trying to sell it, like sell it on OfferUp, sell it on eBay. Like yeah. you're you're gonna you're gonna have to have someone who has a good idea of collecting and really wants this stuff, like, and then he's gonna go through and read the description. Oh wow, this is how you got to it. You know what I mean? Or this is how you got it. Or you have someone that knows like a little bit about how you got it before. Yeah. It's like in 10 years, nobody so knows how you got this. What it, what it comes down to is like OG collectors that collect vintage cards. That's that's it. That's the only people you're With talking deep to. deep knowledge, yeah. That's yeah. the only people you're talking to. And people that like sealed stuff, that's, that is literally your audience. But um, it's still cool. I'm not hating on it. I just wanted you guys to kind of see like... Yeah, I like the badge. I like this the badge. is a great example of something that's extremely rare and that has no dope. spotlight on it. And it's Japanese exclusive. That's dope, but... Yeah. Yeah, there's, it has some quirks and stuff, but... So there you guys go. That is it for the Scout Report this week. Josh, thank you for sending that over. Moving on, I believe we have our pack of the week. Here we go. Pack of the week. This is one of our newer segments. It's also one of the funnest segments. Uh, and pack of the week is basically where we take one pack of our choice. And that uh, to this week, it's going to be Dragon Ball Super Cross Spirits. And we Ooh, open it up. Exciting one. We open it up on air, right? Um, so here you go. We got Dragon Ball Super Cross Spirits. I got some highlights on the left-hand side of the screen for you guys. Um, obviously, if we hit a secret rare, I'm going to go nuts. Uh, <laughs> that would be crazy if we hit that Goku Frieza. But, you know. Yeah, dude, that'd be nuts. Who knows if we actually get those. But uh, what kind of trading card podcast doesn't open up trading cards, right? So here we go, See, guys. I popped up in like four booster boxes of that, and I didn't get anything. Cross Spirits. We got the matching. We got the matching pack art. I just realized that. That's kind of cool. All right. Crackling fire. Little sip for the rip. Little sip. Oh, give me a little sip. Mm-hmm. There it is. There we go. All right, here we go. Let's see what we get, guys. We've we've been it's skunked. Be it's two weeks in a row so far. Yeah, we've been skunked two weeks. We had no, fusion it's strike. Be an SR. Watch. Calling it the sip. The sip was a good sip. It's a SR. We had fusion strike and we had digital hazard and we haven't gotten anything yet. But uh, well, here we go. Let's give it a shot. Can you guys see? Can everyone see that? Oh, you know what? Probably not because it's not focusing. My bad. <laughs> I'm. My bad. That's funny. All right. Let me Alpha doesn't that. like the sound sample for the uh, pack of the week. There we go. Minosha, Android 17, Wicked M- Mimicry. What does that say? Zorway? Yeah. Yep. Pass. Defender of Justice. It's an SR. Watch this. Majin Buu Absorption. Ultimate Dragon Quake. Uh, Sun Gohan, dope. the power of duty. Okay, it's a leader back. Let's check that out. Ne- 
I think I like this side better. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Nat, nat, Naturon, Shenron. Mm-hmm. Goten. We're oh. doing a fusion technique. Oh, nice. Okay. That, Majin Buu, uh, Mighty Absorption. Yeah, that's, that's cool. a good one. Now, that's here we one. go. Let's see what we got. Ah, oh, no, dude. We got Harutagarn. Okay. I was trying to get it. And we have been skunked. That's three weeks, and we're going to have to get a... Uh, mm. A skunk counter. Uh, that's three weeks in a row of getting just, skunked. On just start pack. putting little, little, little like skunk emotes on the uh, yes, PowerPoint. Yes, yep. Where well, that's three straight. Uh, so there you guys go. That is pack of the week. Cross spirits. We didn't hit anything big, but it is what it is, right? We play. That's why we play this game. Okay. Moving on. The pack of the week should just be a bunch of like sipping on. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, moving on to grade it. Let's go. All right, Grade It is one of our newer segments as well, where we take literally uh, just one card a week from these stacks of card savers that I have. Um, and I bet you guys guessed it. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? What are we going to do? We grade it. We're going to grade it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah. Uh, so uh, hopefully you guys liked the Vegeta last week. Uh of course, I was grabbing some more cards, and we happened to pull up yeah, this one's Goku, tight. Soul Striker Reborn. So this is the alt art um, from the collector's selection volume, blah, 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 uh, that I was telling you guys about earlier this year. And uh, it's funny because I bought five copies of this. I gave one copy to ATM. And he subsequently graded a PSA 10. So there goes Ooh, my shot. There it is. There goes my shot. I there probably have all nines. Uh, we got mom in the chat. What's up? What's up? So now um, we're going to take a look at, at one of my copies and we're going to see how we're going to do. Uh, and something I want to talk about too that kind maybe can help you guys. Sorry if it's not too in focus today. I totally forgot to mess with that, but I don't want to mess with it now. Um, so let's take a look at the card. We'll just take a look and then we'll talk about the stats. This is one of my favorite Dragon Ball cards. It's not the Dude, rarest. It's so sick. It's not the rarest, but look at this, guys. I mean, I'm yep. going to take it out. Look at this. This, I love Would the look at this? the silver foil is insane. Just look at it. So it's not going to focus, of course. It this gives me just... a, it gives me, um, what's that called? It's pretty clear, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. like butter. Um, So there it is. Very nice. What's that? What's that card? The promo with the two that go together? Uh. Goku Rose and uh, well, that's Goku the, Blue. This is an alt art of that card. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like those same type of vibes of that silver foil and stuff. Yeah. This looks good. Looks great. So with cards like this, you guys already know these full arts, the way you're going to find any sort of surface scratches is obviously if there's a gash to the card. That's the easiest way. But really, the only way to identify if there's any scratches on this is to like look at it like a leader back. You're going to want to hit that glare just like this. See if there's anything here. Um, pretty clean. Yeah, there's there's nothing here, guys. I know there's nothing here because I already looked at it, but we'll keep going. I'm trying to give you tips on how I grade cards. The other thing you want to look at is so just like the gold the gold foil that we had talked about last week, you're gonna want to look within the silver foil of this card, and you're gonna want to hit it from all sorts of light, and you're gonna want to see if there's scratches in there. Fortunately, this card is so bougie. That they put texture in the silver. Normally, that gold is like a flat yeah, gold yeah, foil, yeah, yeah. and you can see every scratch in it. Uh, but this is actually textured, and it just looks immaculate. Now, there's another form of print error that you can find. 
Some people call it print lines, um, but actually a, a print line would be more of a, a blemish on the card due to like a printer rolling over it. So it, it actually like scratches or I don't, it damages the card. Damage is a strong word, but it damages the card. Whereas a foil line is literally a part of the card, if that makes sense, right? And I'm going to try and explain it to you here, but this card definitely has a foil line. Almost all these Soul Striker Reborns do. Um, let me see if I can get it on camera here. It's going to be tough. Uh, but a foil line is basically where the, the sheet of foil ends. Sometimes it ends halfway on a card. Sometimes it ends like at the top. But that foil, like it's literally like a sheet of paper. And that roll finally lays out. And it's like, let's say it ends short. It'll leave a line going through there. And then another piece of foil starts. Um, so what I'm trying to show you guys is there's actually a foil line. I can't get it. It's going to be very hard. Um, there's a foil line running right through his hair. And it's going to be very hard for me to show you that. I'll have to try and get it on Discord or something like that because it just won't focus. Mm. It's very hard to see. It's right there. Right there. You see that? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, you see yeah, that? Yeah, 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 and yeah, it yeah. goes all the way through the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the thing about this is PSA is very lenient on foil lines. And what I mean by that is it really depends on how it affects the overall appeal of the card. This is why I love grading with PSA because BGS, they're going to say, oh, it's a 9.5. It's not perfect. But PSA looks at it as how bad is it affecting the overall look of the card? And what we mean by that is, is it running, is this foil line running through like his chest where like is the center point of this card. So if you were to look at it, you're like, oh my God, it's a glaring, you know, right. blemish. No, it's right here at the top of his hair. So closer, it's, it's you know, maybe the upper third of this card right here. Um, but it's not really a significant, it's not running through his face. You know what I mean? It's going through his hair where there's also blue foil. So you don't see it. It's a very weak foil line is what I'm saying. It doesn't affect the overall appeal of the card. And that can get you a 10. Um, the other thing you're looking for on this card is the lettering. So again, like we talked about, you want to pay attention to the lettering. Uh, here you can see, let me see if I can get it. Um, it has like a blue outline around the foil. Mm -hmm. Bad centering, the, the blue outline would be pushed like really high or really low. And you would see like, wow, this is, this is off center. Um, but this is, you can see blue, blue outline around the entire font, I guess. And then looking at the back, you can look at the centering as well using these borders here. Uh, nothing too crazy. But the other thing to mention is that these print lines or the foil lines, once PSA grades enough of these cards and they see that they all have that foil line, they kind of omit it. It's like a grading on a curve. It's like all these cards were made this way. They will all look this way for the most part. Um, so I have, you know, four other copies here. And oddly enough, they all have that line running through there. So there's a good chance that this is just a normal thing. I do believe the one that I gave ATM was my best one. Like, and what I mean by that is that the foil line wasn't as apparent, but it was still there. Um, so there you guys go. Um, that's a quick look at the card there. Now let's take a look at the numbers. That was a little drawn out, but here we go. Let me move this out the way. So 
Average price of this card has actually gone down since the last time we looked at it. It's down to eight twenty six. Um, there are no PSA eight sales. There are no PSA nine sales, and the average price of a ten. Keep in mind these are CGC tens. They're not PSA tens. Uh, there's a PSA ten on auction right now. So what I had to do is I averaged out, you know, the multiple CGC tens, and it came out to one twelve. Um. Let's talk about the prices now, because that's what everyone cares about. Uh, your cost of goods. You can buy this card for eight twenty six. Most of us bought around ten to thirteen dollars, which is you know a couple bucks, but it's it can be significant. Um, I also did a bulk fee. I did the twenty two dollar fee instead of the thirty. However, I gave you the math for both on here, so you'll see like your cost of goods can end up between, you know. Uh, 35.26 or 43.26 depending on that $8 difference of did you do bulk or did you do economy um the reason i would do bulk for these cards and it's only one reason is because PSA 10s and CGC 10s are just now hitting the market and based on these averages they're they're landing around $112 so you can still make money right now if you were to do let's say economy uh for 30 bucks it would cost you around $43 total once you got it fully graded because you got to pay for shipping, got to pay for the card, got to pay for the fee, uh, the grading fee. Um, if you were to sell one for $112 right now, your fees with a 13% charge and $0.30 cents after that is $14.86. And then to ship the card, let's say it's 5 bucks, right? Usually cost me around 4 or something, but we'll just say 5 for supplies and stuff like that. You're looking at profiting around $48.88 to $56.88. Now, that's if you were to econ it. If you econ it, you're looking at $48.88. If you bulk ship it, you're looking at $56.88. Now, the thing with bulk is we know, you know, six to nine months from now, you may have lost this opportunity. They may not be selling for this much. This is where the Poke Tower commandments come in, right? Character, artwork, rarity, the set, no story, no glory. I think this is a superior card. I think that the price of this card will go up over time. So I'm betting on the fact that I can wait, so I can grade the card for cheaper, wait that six to nine months keeping me from selling it, and then that would allow me to get a higher price later on. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, is that, do you follow what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I think, I think this is going to be a more desired card as time goes on. I think they're just now hitting the market, right? Like I only saw three sales. There's only three sales. There's not a lot. So what's going to happen is if people are going to start seeing these $100 prices, that's going to jump up to $150. And then it may jump up to $175. And it's, it's just going to keep jumping up. And then we may, hit a, we may hit a tipping point where the supply is too high and it just sticks $200. But that's still better than $100, right? Yep. So that's where my mind goes with this, is that they're still fresh on the market. And I'm willing to bet that in six to nine months, someone like Goku is not going anywhere right now let's use a different example the tyranitar we talked about a few weeks ago that one you might want to get rid of sooner than later right so you you kind of have to use these analytics here you got to use the analytics to understand what you're working with but then also think about the card and think about the value and think about what people think about this right that's where like common sense comes in i think goku is the best character in dragon ball right so with that being said, I think most of his cards will fetch a premium, especially nice looking cards. That's where, and some people just can't wrap their heads around that. They're like, there's no way you can't tell me in nine months, it's going to be a hundred bucks or more. And it's like, I can't, 
but I'm betting on that. I also like this card enough that it doesn't matter to me where the price lands, right? So I also save money doing bulk. You see how all this stuff works? You have to have a reason why you do things and you don't have to prove it to anyone. You don't have to prove this to anyone. It's what you believe and then you stick to your plan. That's how, that's how I, my grading process goes. All right. You got anything on that? Nope. I agree. I, I bought multiple copies of this card yeah. because I want to keep one in my collection and I believe in the card enough to be able to sell the other ones. So I agree on everything. You know, on you know why, you know why I believe in this though? The reason why my, the reason why I think this will raise in value is because, because when I we said so, well, that, <laughs> but also do you remember when the sweepstakes ones came out? Yeah. Yeah. When those PSA 10s started dropping, they were dirt cheap. They are just now starting to get up in price. They're now they're clipping the 150s, the 160s, closer to 200. That took about a year. So for whatever the reason is, I don't know why people didn't like them initially, but now they're liking them more. So right. it's because it's the way they got them. They got them for yeah. free. Yeah. People are like, oh, dude, I'll put my own value on it. You know? Yep. Yep. And that's, that's the game you play is that you're competing with people trying to make a quick buck and then you're competing with people who actually care about the cards. And, and even this card, this card wasn't that hard to get either. You know what I mean? It's in a collector volume yeah. thing. So it's a kind but of, but I also think they're capped, you know? Yeah. I think I, I do too. A- ask yourself how many units did of this collector selection chest did, did Dragon Ball make? Did Bandai make? Ask yourself that. Yep. And then like ask yourself how many booster boxes they made of Realm of the Gods. Yeah. I bet you Realm of the Gods was produced way more than these collector selection chests. You know what I mean? So that's what. That's where you got to think about how many of this stuff is out there. And then Goku's just a great character. I think there's plenty of people who would want that card. I agree. So there you guys go. That's great. It That's a little more in-depth than uh, what I wanted to go, but that's that's all the reasoning you need to know right there. All right. What is next? I can't see. Battle Royale. TCG Battle Royale, baby. Thank you. All right. Let's get it. TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. I am a dinosaur, 007. What's up? What's up, man? All right, guys. TCG Battle Royale. This is our segment where we talk about the four TCGs, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Pokemon. I look forward to Tuesday. Uh, I look forward to Tuesdays, too. And it's their, most, it's their most recent booster release. That's what we're looking at. Why would you do that? Well, because if you collect all four like we do, you can't buy them all. It's expensive. So you have to prioritize. What am I going to get first? What am I going to wait on? Right? That's what this segment is made for. It's to help you figure out what do I want and how am I going to get it. Okay, here we go. Number one this week, no surprises. This is going to be a reigning champ for a long time. Dragon Ball Super, Dawn of the Z. Now, there was some red. There's a little red this week, right? Um, here's, the, here, here's the part, though, that you're probably going to be kicking yourself over because I've been telling you this for weeks now. Um, the case price is up. Mm-hmm. The case price is up to $1,397.95. So $1,400 for a case. When we started covering this, they were $900. They were like just at $1,000, right? Like right there. Mm-hmm. The boxes were $87. Now the box price this week is $128.95, so $130. Crushing. So go ahead and pull up that clip of episode like 101 where I said, hey, it would behoove you to buy this card at, or buy this box at 90 <laughs> instead of buying it at 250. We're already at 130. So we'll see how this goes as it, as it keeps going. Now, the top four cards in the set did drop a little bit, and this is, this is normal. 
because people are realizing, hey, I'll just buy the singles. It's cheaper, right? Instead of ripping through all this product. So it dropped down to $2,682. And the reason for that is because the Bardock is, uh, I believe on TCG player, the lowest available is 2,100. So what? Yeah. So it, it went from 24 to 21. That can change tomorrow. Like someone could buy, someone could buy the one at 2,100 tonight and that price goes right back up. So it just kind of depends. But as it is right now, cheapest available is 2,100 on TCG Crazy. player eBay, you might get 1800 1900 It just depends if the seller breaks weak. That's really what it is. Um, like the SSB Kale Kitten. Kitten. Oh, yeah, it's so. sick. Um, it's sick. And then there are five cards in the set that break the $15 price point. However, four of them are secret rares. And the there's only one SPR that breaks that $15 price point, and it's a Gogeta. I have that one. It's a sick Gogeta. I have that one. You opened Dawn of Z? Yeah. Uh, the boys grabbed me two packs off the shelf at Target. They're like, hey, look, Dad, two packs of Dragon Ball. And I was like, oh, dude, sick. I'll take them. And I and I pulled a, a SR, and then I pulled that. Uh, yeah. That That's Gogeta. a nice Gogeta, by the way. Yeah, sick. Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Yep. Um, so there you guys go. That's number one. Oops. Oh, excuse me. Number two this week. What happened? I burped. Oh. All right. Number two this week, it's going to be Digimon X record. And I know you guys are probably, this, we sound like a broken record. But there's really no reason to drop it. Yeah. Case price is still $987. It is down from last week, but $987 for a case of Digimon is ridiculous. Like that's that's that is rivaling 1.0 and 1.5, which are almost two years older in this set. That's amazing. It's good news. Um box price is down. Box price dropped down the most. That's down to $79.96. Remember what I told you guys? Hopefully this guy heads down to the, you know, low 70s, high 60s. I think that'd be a great time to kind of buy some more if you, if you happen to not have it. Um, I don't have X record yet. And it's also down on the top four cards. So you're going to see all red this week on X record. But it's not a bad thing because it is also the oldest set on this roster, right? Dawn of the Z just came out two weeks ago. X record's been here for like nine weeks, it seems like. <laughs> and it's still second place. Um, the top four cards are down to 209.18, and there are 11 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. That was the biggest drop this week. Remember, it was it was around like 15, 16, 17. It's been dropping off every week. Now we only have 11 cards that break that uh, $15 price point, but that's good news for you because if you were watching cards that were higher than 15 bucks, you might want to go double check and see where they are now. They're probably 10 bucks, 11 bucks, 12 bucks, and they may continue to drop. You just got to kind of keep an eye on it. I don't think it's time to buy x record yet if you're looking for cheap prices just keep watching it keep playing it by ear number three this week and i'm not proud of it pokemon pokemon lost origin uh the more the more i look at this set the more i'm like i don't really like it you know um i think it's just the pokemon selection i think that's what it is for me now i know you know they can't lace every set with charizard i'm not asking for that but like when you got you know, Aerodactyl, and then you got Rotom, like, Aerodactyl should have been paired with an Amistar or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It should have been paired with another Fossil, if you were going to go that route. It's just, it's almost like they're picking randoms at this point, and it, come on. So there you guys go, um, case price is down to five ninety four ninety eight. dollars uh, so that's about 100 bucks a box right there, because you get six boxes in a case. Mm-hmm. Box price is down to 88, which is pretty darn good. Um, that is that is 
getting close to wholesale prices. That's that's not bad. Um, so that's good news. If you're a sealed collector, this is decent time to get some Lost Origin. Um, top four cards are actually up, and I think that's because of some of the alts. So it's actually up to 417.11. The Giratina actually dropped quite a bit. Uh, that really? Giratina, yeah, that Giratina is down into the, into the 200s now. Mm. Um, and there are 10 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. However, they're all secret rares and or alt arts. So if you get a booster box, you're probably going to get one or two of those cards in that $15 price point. You may not. There are some secrets that are less than 1500 bucks, which is kind of sad. But that's just the Pokemon game. Um, yeah, the more, more I think about it, I'm like, man, this kind of feels kind of Astral Radiance to me. Except they slid in an Aerodactyl and a Giratina. <laughs> like, yeah. The yeah, gold yeah. Giratina is pretty dope, and so is the, the other Full Art uh, V. I think those are pretty nice. All right, moving on to number four this week. Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters. It is pretty much at wholesale prices now. Like this, if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh guy and, and you, you don't have a, a large budget, it's a great time to buy some Tactical Masters. Get some collector rares. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's 569 bucks for a case, which is pretty cheap. Uh, but it's 50 bucks a box right now on TCG Player. That is that is like literally at or slightly below wholesale. That's that's amazing. I would I would if you have a local card store that's doing 50 bucks a box, snatch them up and. You could even keep them sealed because you're pretty much buying them at their lowest point. So if you were looking to make some money, you might have to hold this for a year or two. But I bet you it'll appreciate from fifty bucks. No, yeah, most most collector rare boxes they do pretty well. You know, yeah, you know, maybe but that's going off of Toon Chaos, and Toon Chaos was the very first. You know, one. maybe next year these will be seventy dollars, and you're like, damn, I bought my box at fifty. It's up twenty bucks. That's good news. Now you're you're probably like, what am I gonna do with the twenty dollar bill? The idea is that with a larger budget, maybe you buy. 5, 10, 15 boxes of these. And then you do the math. 5, 10, 15 times 20, right? What's 10 times 20? That's that's 200 bucks. Yep. So you have to scale up at some point. You know, the, the small flips don't really mean a lot, but adopt a mentality that if I were to spend a little more money, you know, stretch myself out on a product I believe in, that's how you make a little more money is you'd buy more than one, right? You buy two, two boxes go up to 70, you've made 40 bucks. Um, and you basically got yourself a free box if you sell one. That's how you have to start thinking. Um, the collector rares are still dope. I'm kind of kind of torn on the scapegoat. The scapegoat went up a little bit, and that's the one I was watching. I want the scapegoat collector rare. Um, I had some people tell me, like, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 15 bucks, bro, and it's, like, up to almost 30 right now. I was like, what's going on here? You're wrong. I should have never listened to you. <laughs> I'm the expert. You're not. You know what I mean? So why did I listen to them? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Should have bought it when it dropped because it was actually a little bit cheaper when it released. And now I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like people realize that scapegoat's an older card and like, oh yeah, you're gonna pay more for that. <laughs> yeah. So people still use the card too. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, but there you guys go. That is the TCG Battle Royale this week. I'm gonna, I threw in some color here because Dawn of the Z is up on the sealed prices, which is what we had. That's exactly what we predicted. Um, X record is down across the board. However, I think it's still the best value. Uh, in terms of like getting your value back the second you buy a box. Um, Lost Origin is down in three categories, but it is up in the singles market. So be careful buying single cards right now. You better off going sealed. This is almost like a week where you could literally just buy sealed. If you look, if you look across the board here, whether it's Yu-Gi-Oh, you could even buy 
I know this is going to sound crazy, but you could even buy Dawn of the Z right now and it'll appreciate from 130. Bet. Bet. No, I agree. You're not going to make as much as anyone who bought at 88, but should have listened when we told you. What did I told you? All right. <laughs> there you guys go. That's it for the Battle Royale. Same stuff. Um, hopefully, I think we get I think we get a new Yu-Gi-Oh set in about two weeks. Mm. Um, on the 21st, we get uh, Darkwing Duck or something like that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's called something like that. I don't know. That's funny. It's called Darkwing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right, there you guys go. That's it for the battle royale. What are we doing next? Bat, Batwing. What's next? We got uh, what's what, what is it? Pokemon? Probably Batwing. Yeah, every Pokemon booster. Let's go. Every Pokemon expansion from the beginning. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu. That's right. Okay. <laughs> um. So, if you're new here, we've been covering every Pokemon expansion from the beginning. So, if you're like, well, I want to know about other sets. Right now, we're today we're doing Pokemon EX Hidden Legends. If you want to know about previous sets, you got to watch previous episodes. But we've literally done it. How many? If you want to know about modern modern sets? You got to keep watching. You got to wait. Yeah, wait. wait. You got to wait. Next episode. What is it? I mean, shoot. Uh, I can't remember. It's been uh, how many? How many? This has been a while, dude. It's been at least fifteen, right? Yeah, at least fifteen episodes. EX Hidden Legends is out there. It's been a while. Yeah. So, uh, EX Hidden Legends, um, broken record, right? I don't know anything about this, which is cool because now we get to learn about it. So, let's go ahead and check out EX Hidden Legends prices. I think, is, I think this is like a, like a what's it called? What? Uh, Rebel Clash set back in the day. There's some cool stuff, though. And there's some, there's some stuff that I learned that I really like. Uh, so, number one card in the set is actually a Ninetales EX. That's why I made the thumbnail. With nine tails on it, uh, I was kind of surprised about that, but whatever. Okay, one twenty-seven for the nine tails. Uh, twenty-two. So we're we're this is tw- this is the twenty-third set of Pokemon. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Registeel Deep. EX seventy-nine dollars. Groudon EX sixty-nine. Kyogre EX sixty-four. Vileplume EX sixty-three. Metagross sixty-three. Oh wow, they're dead tie. I would put Metagross above Vileplume. Uh, Regice, 61. Groudon, Secret Rare. Yes, pay attention to that. $53. That is something that I, I have on my watch list right now because I saw that and I was like, no way. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regirock EX, 50. Wigglytuff EX, 36. Machamp, Hollow, 31. And Melodic, Hollow, 22. And check this out. Devin had a Dark Celebi in the dev core a while back. Yep, yep, yep. That's the number 13 card in the set at 15 bucks. Yep. Goes for some nutty prices in like a higher uh, graded PSA. Nine and tens. Mm. All right. Let's take a look at the pops. Here we go. These are cool cards, by the way. They look really yeah, nice. Yeah, not bad. They look nice. Nine tails is dope. Nine tails EX got 70 tens. Not a fan of the, uh, I'm not a fan of that 3D artwork they did though you on know, these cards. Well, that's funny because I believe Skylar said that last week. Card habit. Said oh, yeah. the same exact thing. However, it is crappy. It sucks. But for some reason, something about that brings me back to being a kid. Like, that was the best they had at the time. And I, I said this last week, I think. It's like, this was the best they could do. You know what I mean? It was, they couldn't have done any better. Like, that was, their, that was top tier. Like, hey, this is artwork right here. Computer engineering, you know what I mean? Computer graphics. Like, so yeah. 
just like Digimon. They look like crap. I mean, but it's like there's something about that that's like that's what makes it cool. Like when you play an N64 game, you're not you're not crying about the graphics. You're like, oh, this is amazing. I wish games were like this now. So to me, you're right. The artwork is not there, but that's what but makes it special. Some of them special. look good. Like the Nine Tails looks good. The uh, the Metagross looks good, but like Kyogre and Groudon, I like their them. 3D models. Oh, I like dude. them, dude. I, oh, I don't like them. I like them because they're ugly. I just no, like they the, are. I like the hollow borders. Ugly. I'm not saying that the it's hollow good borders art. are dope. You know, because they're hard as hell. To, it makes it hard as hell to grade, so it makes these cards a little bit more. But that's what I'm saying. Like they always try to make like there's something about that. It's just super yeah. I guess unique. you're right. It's, it's it's appreciating the what it is at the time. It's super unique. Like watch yeah. watch a Digimon like Mega Evolve. Watch a Digimon Warp Digivolve on on the on the show. Those graphics are like PlayStation, but you. You just like, oh, it looks so cool. You know what I mean? It's just something about it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I guess so. You're right. You got to appreciate it for what it, what it was at the time. Yeah, what it was. I mean, comparing it today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they should have hand drawn it, but hindsight's twenty twenty. That's what makes them unique because they're never going to do that again. That's uh, true. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it too. Uh, Reggie Steel, a hundred and one tens. I had no idea that there was that many. And then you look at the nines; are almost identical, hundred and two. Um, wow. And those are cracked ice exes, so that's why it has that look. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, hey, I don't give a crap about the the rocks, <laughs> the rocks and minerals, but the idea that they all come in cracked ice is kind of cool. That's like kind of cool. They didn't do that with the other ones, did they? Nope. Mm-mm. It's just the rocks. Yeah. That's tight. Uh, Groudon with 83 10s, 109 9s. So what, this is kind of my first thoughts when I see this, guys. Uh, when you see that many PSA 9s, um, you might say that's a high pop. I don't want to really, you know, buy something that has that many, uh, has that high of a population. But the way I look at it is there's someone out there willing to sell for a cheap price, I bet. Because it's, I don't want to say it's oversaturated, but there aren't as many EX collectors as there are modern collectors. And what that means is that if someone's trying to make a sale, they are more apt to dropping their price because there's not that many people out there, right? So it's like, I'm just trying to make a sale. You're the first person that's talked to me in like two months. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to drop this price. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of them, right? Yeah, we so could do, we could do something. We could do something. And yeah, we could do something. Just we shave a little bit off the top. It's all right. Hey, pal, me, dude. <laughs> so I, I feel like you could get a nine for cheap in this set just because they're a little bit more than the other sets. You guys, and you would know that if you, if you watched our other, our other segments covering other expansions, nines on the EXs were typically a little lower. Um, These are a little bit higher, which... You know, it's a newer set. It kind of makes sense. Not by that much, but like you think about that stuff. Well, it is newer. Uh, Pokemon was probably, you know, somewhat, you know, becoming a little more popular. Maybe the set was just a little more popular. Like, there's like little things that can make you think, well, why why are there so many nines in this compared to other EX sets? Uh, the Kyogre EX is 82 tens. Vileplume EX, 72 tens. And then the Metagross EX, 63 tens. Um... I'm rolling with the Groudon and Kyogre here. They just look, they're sick. Um, going deep. I'm going deep with the Metagross. 63, dude? Yeah, no, I like that too. Uh, but, you know, it's not, the, it's not the cool, it's not the cool decision, but I could see myself trying to collect the rocks, even though I'm not a rock collector, just because of that cracked ice look. I think that's like unique, you know? Um, yeah, it's dope. It goes even into the borders too, which is sick. Yeah. But here we go. Let's look at the let's look at the bottom six here. Reg Ice with the 109 tens. 
again, look at that. Look at how many nines there are. That cracked ice looks hard with him. Yeah. Um, Groudon, secret rare. So that's much 72 better artwork. Tens. Much better artwork. That Groudon? Yeah. Yeah, imagine if that was the EX. Mm-hmm. But uh, secret, I, I just love the idea of these vintage secret rares. I think there's another set that has like a shiny Groudon Kyogre. Not modern secret rares. I'm talking vintage secret rares. I just, there's something about them. I think, you know, especially Groudon, I think people are uh, not paying attention enough to this card. Yep. Regirock EX, 9810s. Wigglytuff EX, 5310s. That's interesting. You talk about a cheapie. Yeah, that's interesting. I bet you you can find that Wigglytuff for cheap. Yeah. Very cheap. Not not raw, but like actually graded. I bet you you can find like a CGC 8 floating around for less than 60 bucks. You know, I shared that melodic, that melodic too on the Devon Core segment. Oh, nice. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, it's got 33 PSA 10s and then the Machamp, which I'm tired of seeing. I was telling Devin earlier, like, I'm tired of seeing Machamp. That's why I'm glad he has 26 10s. He deserves it. Nobody likes him. He's got low, go low pop because nobody cares. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. It's crazy that the other EXs didn't get up over these guys. Yeah. I would have put the Dark Celebi up here. I mean, it just barely missed it, so. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, so like I said, guys, I'm looking at the Groudon, that Secret Rare Groudon the most. Um, This one right here. That's what I added to my watch list today. Uh, Just seems cheap. It seems very cheap. And I think Groudon is a strong character. Yeah. I mean, look at, like, Vileplume. Metagross, I think he deserves to be in the top top six for sure. Oh, that cracked ice is speaking to me. That that's that's pretty nice. I do he like almost it. looks shiny, like he has that yeah. almost that mint color to him. Registeel. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, there you guys go. That is covering every Pokemon expansion up to EX Hidden Legends. Next week we got another set that I have no idea what it is. We'll, we'll find out. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yep. And now we are moving on to Digimon this week. Is it Digimon? No, Heart of the Cards. Oh my! Gosh. Oh, we don't have a Heart of the Cards segment this week. We have a Kybercore. Kybercore. Here get we go. All right. Oh, well, we got a figure. All righty, guys. Here we are in the Kyber Core segment. This is going to be um, all your high class. Very expensive. You can go hit that tab again. There's going to be another card that pops up. No, no, I need the tab. Tab? Uh, is there not, did I not put another picture in there? I don't see it. I didn't fill it out all the way. Oh. Oh, I didn't put the picture in there. All right. Well, anyways, we'll talk about this. So here we go, guys. These are going to be uh, cards that there's not very many of. Very low pop. So last week, I showed you guys my favorite my favorite uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you guys know, is the Elemental Heroes, um, the Neo Spatians, um, all that stuff. Elemental Hero Neos. Those are my favorite cards. My head fit on um, here? Yeah, your head's good. Like this? Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> these cards right here came out in the early 2000s. Um, they are Mattel action figure promos. Uh, like and this. these are some of the lowest pop cards in all of Yu-Gi-Oh, I would have to say. And they're my absolute favorite. So here we go. Let's talk about this. Um, so you have a series one, a series two, and a series three. So this action figure that you're seeing right here, this is a uh, Elemental Hero Thunder Giant. It's a fusion between uh, Elemental Hero Clayman and Sparkman. Um, he was used a lot by the main character in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, so he is very popular. Um, he came out in a lot of clutch moments. So his pop right now, there's five PSA tens, and there's fourteen PSA nines. And the really cool thing about all these cards is that they have their own rarity called Parallel Rares, which is almost like a Starlight. Um, which we'll see in the next pictures, but they're a little bit less flashy. So it' pretty cool because, like, I don't know when uh, less can go. What's that? What's that saying? Um, 
Um, sometimes you can make less go a long way. You know what I mean? It's like less is more. That's the less same. Less is more. Okay. Less is more. So let's go into the next picture. Um, this is series one. It's the only, the Thunder Giant is the only card for series one um, until action figures. Uh, this is series two. These are going to be the top cards um, from series two. And these are also going to be uh, super crazy. So series two, Elements of Hero Tempest, another super clutch um, card that uh, Jaden used to pull out. Um, this right here, I think, is a triple. It's a triple fusion. So it's all, think of him like he was like that staple character um, to Jaden. So he is very popular. I'm just trying to like if you guys don't know Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm trying to explain this part to you. But uh, if you guys can see, they do kind of resemble Starlights a little bit, but they have less less bling. They're less distractive. Yep. Um, they just kind of look better. And the fact that they're promos and they're very limited in their supply, these are extremely, extremely rare. So let's go over the pops on these. Um, we're not even going to talk about prices because we already know that these prices are nutty. Oh. Um, so on the Series 2, we have Elemental Hero Tempest, uh, MF02, which is going to be all the codes to these cards are going to be MF, meaning Mattel figure. Um, and then 02, 01, or 03, um, depending on the series. And then you have EN001, EN002, 003, whatever cards you're looking for. So. Like I was saying, Elemental Hero Tempest, there's four PSA 10s and there's three PSA 9s. Super low. Thanks. Super, super low. Cyber End Dragon, which is the one in the middle. This was used by uh, Zane Truesdale. He's kind of like the Kaiba of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Three PSA 10s, six PSA 9s. This one's even crazier. Water Dragon, which was used by kind of like a side character, I guess you could say. Um, there's one PSA 10. And four PSA nines, so super super low pops, um, insane in terms of rarity and just in terms of like you know even finding them. You might find some mm -hmm. raw ones out there, but finding them graded, it's going to be hard. Um, you can go to the next one. Okay. So finishing off this uh, Kaiba Core segment, we're going to be talking about series three Mattel action figures, which are actually the rarest of all of them, the rarest. So here we go. Uh, series three Elemental Hero Avion. Um, there is zero PSA 10s and zero PSA 9s. Um, and like these cards are back from 2006. There's zero, which is just nuts. Elemental Hero Clayman, zero PSA 10s, zero PSA 9s. Nutty. Hmm. Uh, Elemental Hero Flame Wingman, which is the fusion of, the label. of Avian and uh, Avion and uh, Bersinatrix. Bersinatrix is, which is, um, I guess, like the. Is how a lot of people know about these promos is through Elemental Hero Percentatrix. Uh, um, she has a pretty high pop. I think she has like six tens and she has like three nines, um, a few eights. So a lot of people were hip to her. But these other ones, for whatever reason, nobody graded or just couldn't get any nines or tens in. And Elemental Hero Flame Wingman, which is like the guy. Like if you're if you're gonna talk about a star person in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, it's gonna be Elemental Hero Flame Wingman. This is the dude that. Jaden pulled out on everybody in like the worst moments. So this was the guy that you remember. He's a dark magician. You know what I mean? Um, so again, zero tens, zero nines. Um, Dang. And to hit on a few more uh, that it's not in the next slide or anything. It's just ones, ones I'm going to mention here. Elemental Hero Blade Edge and Cyber Dragon um, also, I believe, have zero tens and zero nines, which are from the Series 3 uh, Mattel action figures. Mm. So again, guys, these cards here are crazy 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 rare um if you're gonna if you come across a nine or a ten and this is you know up your alley of something that you like or if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh collector and you like to collect expensive things super rare things um i would definitely look for these guys here 
Uh, finding them raw, make sure you're doing your due diligence because it's going to be hard to see any scratches or blemishes um, on the foil since you can only see the foil at like certain, um, in certain lighting, in, in certain angles. So make sure you get a lot of good photos if you guys are hunting for these things. Um, Parallel Rare, Elemental Hero, uh, Mattel Action Figure Promos. Damn. Check them out. Super dope. Um, the code is MF0102 or 03, and then EN00 whatever. Uh, that's it for the Kybercore segment. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Like I said, uh, last mm-hmm. week I, I, I showed you guys all the Ultimate Rare Elemental Heroes, which are my some of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, they have a, a Summon Skull one. I just found this because I was looking at Sick, right? Yu-Gi-Oh figures like, there's a Summon Skull. What the yep. heck? Yep. That's clean. But uh, yeah, these are these are super sick. Uh, another, you know, sought after trophy for a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh collectors. I like this. This is this is actually one of the few like cards. Not, not you know, any type of card like this is one of the few exceptions where I say, hey, it doesn't matter about the grade to me. You just mm-hmm. got to get one because they're so hard to find, right? So like, um, there's plenty. Like this of guy's stuff. showing off his three right here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, and I I believe I took that from the PSA website. No, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, this is one of the few few things where it's like, hey, it doesn't really matter the grade, you know. Um, yep. There's 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 just awesome cards, and anyone who's deep, you know, is like, dang, dude, you got. It's that? like your uh, it's like your um, your your Miracle Four or your 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 Omnimon promo. You know what I mean? Like, yep. with the action figures, like, yep, same thing, yep. but for Yu Gi Oh. It's awesome. All right, cool. Now I think we're going into some Digimon this week. Yep. Here we D- D- go. D- Oh, what is this? Digimon. All right, guys. So uh, I believe we had a couple uh, spoilers on the Discord, but yes, Digimon Card Game is having a second anniversary uh, special release. And this is a quick snapshot of some of the cards they got. So let's go ahead and click the link and check it out. Here we go. Digimon Card Game second anniversary set. Look at that. Dude, those are sick. So you, you get yourself a play mat. You got a War Greymon, Magna Angemon, Omnimon, Pyrogemon. Uh, looks like Craniumon, or is that Kresgarumon? Um, Willithmon, got Agumon, Biomon, Holy Wave, Breath of the Gods, Gabumon. That's actually pretty sweet. These yeah, ones are nice down here. Dope. I don't yep. remember these ones so much. Yep, I like Gabumon's those ones. Dope. Uh, but it looks like it also comes with a Digivice. No way. Like a little little mini Digivice, yeah. So that, I thought that when I saw this, I was like, wait a minute, there's more than just cards in there? That's kind of cool. Uh, this is something that I would have to check out. This is, it kind of reminds, I mean, well, it comes from the same brand, but Bandai does this with their Dragon Ball anniversary sets. And I can tell you, anytime I've ever gotten a Dragon Ball anniversary set, I've never been disappointed. Um, I've missed out on a couple box sets of Digimon, but this is something I would buy. Second anniversary set for sure. This is cool. Um, so here we go. It's hard to believe that the Digimon card game is almost two years old. To celebrate its second birthday, Bandai are releasing the second, a special second anniversary set while brand new cards will be included. This product will also pay homage to the early days of Digimon card game by including gold foil reprints of several, several special booster 1.0 Alta Arts and the promos that came with the promotion pack. The second anniversary set will be a premium Bandai exclusive and will cost 100 bucks. With this being a store exclusive, it may mean that it will be harder to source in other regions outside of places premium Bandai ships to. This could lead to inflated prices for collectors in the same way the Tamer's Evolution box saw scalping in the first months of 2021. There you go. You, you've been warned. 
That is sweet, though. Look at that. Dude, that is sweet. Can we get the... Can we open this up? Nope. They got a Leomon. I see that. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can zoom. Yep, there it is. A little zoom in right there. A little more zoom. A little zoom, zoom. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. That is... Is it going to come in a book like that? The Omnimon is dope. Oh, yeah. He's, the War Greymon's dope. You know, it would have been awesome if they just did this from the get. Like, imagine if that was the secret rare Altart hit that you got in the in 1.0. That would have been a home run if this was the type of card you could pull. I mean, but they, you know, they're they're saving their load, dude. They're not blowing it. Yeah, maybe. This is good. Maybe we'll see. Um, here you go. The second anniversary set will include 14 foil gold cards. Of special booster 1.0 and promotion pack cards, okay? <clears throat> the gold foiling is very similar to hyper rare gold rares coming with the BT11 dimensional phase, including the promotion. Okay, so BT11, if you happen to see those cards, this is what kind of what they're gonna be. Oh, that looks cool. I like that. I like that like digital mud like circuit board that has in the back, like around the trim. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Very nice. And they made the, the Digi Destin look like solid, so that's yeah. good. Oh, here we go. Here's a closer look. Oh, the set will also include eight altars from the Digimon Frontier 20th Memorial set in Japan, which is yet to release. Okay. Oh, it's not a Leomon. It's a, a Goonimon, Lobomon, Lobomon, Komamon. Oh, Beetlemon. dude. Oh, that Beetlemon yeah, Beetlemon's is hard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Lobomon's pretty nice. $100 price tag seems a little cheap for the value you get. No, I am I, totally with you. This is this is something you just front the money initially because I think I think people will take advantage of this. This is just too cool. Very cool. Yeah, no, this is awesome. I like this a lot. The card sleeves that will come with the Japanese 25th anniversary uh card sleeve set will be will also come out when the second anniversary, okay. These focus on the early V Pet handheld games that started the Digimon franchise back in ninety seven. The storage box of the set is the same design as the one coming with the Digimon Frontier 20th Memorial. Okay. Oh, so these are sleeves. Mm. They're not the Digivice. Dang it. Uh, Dang it. Got us. Okay, so those are that sleeves. That would have been cool. That's kind of cool sleeves, though. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm with that. Box pretty net. Lucimon, what a choice. I wonder why they put Lucimon up there. Huh. That's Suzanamon right there, right? It's like kind of bent. Uh, I, I can't see. I know the one in the middle is loose one. Sure. Yeah. You can pre-order these. Oh wow! Here we go. You can pre-order the second anniversary set now on Premium Bandai's website until October nineteenth. Oh, there you go. Nice. I should probably do that. The product will start shipping March twenty twenty three. Yes. Okay. So, guys, if you got the money to spare, or you'll have in the next two weeks, try to find a way to make this happen. Um, because I think, I think they are going to be right. I think people will try and, you know, take advantage of this and ask yourself, I mean, and ask yourself how many units are they going to make? How many, how much do you think they're going to produce of this? You know what I mean? It's going to be far less than booster boxes. It's going to be far less than collection boxes. Um, it's still going to be mass produced, but it won't be on the level of anything else we buy. So, um, I, I like all these special sets that they release, you know, like we just had a, we had a couple guys in the discord that did the floral sets. Those look awesome. Um, and then we've had people do the tamer sets. 
they look great. Um, I, I think this is a great product all around. Um, I'm never upset with Digimon. They, a lot of this stuff is really cool to me. Yeah, definitely. I'm, def- I'm gonna have to get one. Down, man. I'm gonna have to get one. All right. You got anything else? Nope. Okay. Moving on to Dragon Ball this week, and it's going to be the top ten Dragon Ball Super cards currently. Here we go. All right. The top 10 Dragon Ball Super Cards currently, and uh, we are talking about booster pools only. So we're not talking about um, tournament cards, trophy cards, things of that matter. We're just talking about that cards get messy. that you can pull out of packs. Here we go. We're going to start with number one, and we're going to bring it down all the way to number 10. Number one on the list is Bardock, Origin of Legend. $22.99. That is the most expensive card in the Dragon Ball Super game right now from booster pools. Pretty cool. Market price, $2,400. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. People, you know, it's funny is I've had people like tell me like, hey, I'm starting to like Bardock a little more, man. It's like, yeah, I know you are because it's price. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone likes Bardock now. Yeah, I'm not cool. a Bardock fan, man. Did you watch the movie where... He- Dude, the only, the only people I will believe that like legitimately like Bardock that are gunning for this card would be Chase. He's the only person before Bardock was even a thing that he's like, hey man, um, you got any Bardock cards? And I was like, dude, Bardock? Do you not remember when Cartoon Network put on the Legend of Bardock or Legacy of Bardock? You remember that, the movie? Yeah. It was sick. He was out killing all the henchmen, dude. When he realized Freeze, what Freeze was doing, he was out killing all the henchmen and then he dies at the end. It's like, come on. It's an epic story, dude. And there's actually some there's actually some some lore that say that he may have escaped and all that stuff. I mean, different universes and stuff, but you know, just cool stuff. Yeah, no, I like I like his character. Bardock's dope. Bardock's cool. There's he's nothing, just not crazy not powerful. To like about yeah, he's just not crazy powerful. But he's a but, great character. I mean, in his own way, he is. I mean, he was Frieza was like a for his time. He, yeah, for he his was time. he was you know he was top tier. He wasn't S tier, but he's he's up there. Yeah. Right. Um. Here we go. Let's see. It's just like, think about what he would have been if he trained. Like, if he had proper training. Yeah. Probably better than Goku. Because he was more combat-oriented. He wasn't the king, though, so you know what I mean? Huh? He wasn't the king. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's because that hierarchy is based off of where you were born, when you were born. Oh, okay. It's not based off of power. Oh. All right. It's all money and politics. Mm. The Bardock lore is a rabbit's hole in its own. Yeah, it really is. And it's cool. All right, the number two card in Dragon Ball Super. What do you think it is? Mm. Uh, it's signature? No, no, it's a, uh, un, uh, what's it? Un, heightened Mastery, Heightened Awaken, right? What? The Goku one. <clears throat> oh, no, it's a God Rare. It's Vegeta. It's Vegeta, Unbridled yeah, Power. So Vegeta. his market price is twenty two twenty. The market price for the Bardock is twenty four twenty four. They're they're neck and neck. Okay, both sick cards, by the way. They're awesome. Vegeta more than the other one. They're both, dude. They're both sick. Dude, the Vegeta one's hard, man. There's just no way. Gold, blue. It's that, just... But that's literally the scene. The scene of Bardock is when he's dying. That's literally when he's about to die. 
Vegeta could have very well died, but luckily he trained. He mastered some no, power. No, the one where he died is right there. It's that one, Majin Vegeta. I have it. Yeah, that's not, I know that one's I'm more saying. epic. Yeah, that was very epic. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I like them equally. I won't say one's better than the other. They're equal. That's how I think of them. Okay. Uh, God rare is God rare. Okay, moving on to number number eight. Oh, wait, no, number three. My bad. The third most expensive card. What do you think? I think it's a Goku Awaken. No, this is, these are modern cards, right? This isn't like back to... It's all Dragon Ball Super. The Ultimate Force? Oh, it's... And if, oh, Goku Apex. Vegeta Apex of Power. Market price, $882. Nice. And look at that. That card's sick, dude. That card's, that card's dope. Look at the difference between God Rare and Secret Rare. You're talking 3x. A God Rare is three times more valuable than a Secret Rare. But think about it. I, should, I need to get that If a card. Secret Rare is a case hit and a God Rare is about one in every three or four boxes, that makes sense. When you 3x. I'm like low-key obsessed with, with Vegeta's uh, Super Blue. It's cool. Yeah, I don't know why. All right, well, let's go on to the fourth fourth most expensive card. What do you got? I'm, saying, I'm thinking it's the Goku one. It's got to be the Goku one. Goku the Awakened Power? Yeah, yeah, the Awakened Power. Tournament of Power? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that one. There it is. There it is. <clears throat> so you got... It went down. It's actually... Well, his market price is 1737 oh. but he's as low as 800 I was going to say So it. you could switch him with this Apex of Power. You could switch them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I don't know why, actually, I don't know why you're right. It, it, this should be the number three card. Um, that's totally off. This should be number three. I must've not have paid attention when I was organizing. Whatever. It's there. It's there. So, um, yeah, you know, what's cool about this. This is why, you know, why I wanted to do this segment was because I wanted to readjust what Dragon Ball cards I'm getting. I needed a reset and where I should be looking yeah, because we I I hardly ever talk about Apex Power because it's always been a card that's been so out of the realm. You know what I mean? And I've always I've always known that like okay, well, if you're gonna get a card for Dragon Ball, like you're looking for your Charizard, it's gonna be the Sun Goku the Awakened Power. That's gonna be your that's gonna be your Holy Grail card because that was the one that brought Dragon Ball like onto and the map in the first place. Here's the thing, guys. If I'm getting one, I'm getting one in a ten. I will not accept anything less. Yeah. So the Apex of Power, like I think that's one that definitely like. Once I saw it again, like it's always in the back of my mind. It's always on my watch list. But now that I'm seeing it, like at 800 bucks, I could be more like, mm. you know, what's crazy about the awakened power, though, mm. is we've actually never seen an ultra instinct Goku like with the white hair. Yeah, no, he never really unlocks the white hair in tournament power. It's like a great. It's like it's like a silver. It's like a silver. It, it looks black. It looks with the silver outlines. It's not full on white like that. Yeah, it, nah, it looks more like the apex of power than he does. In the awakened power, I've never seen him. Like the more I look at the awakened power, the less I like it, which is funny, right? Yeah, because I don't that I don't know that white hair and everything. Like I don't remember seeing him like that. But Apex Power looks a little bit. Better. Well, Universal Onslaught's one of the older sets too, so it's not the oldest set, but it's one of the older sets. So it kind of like found its way just by time and rate. All right, what's the uh, number five card? Signature. There it is. Sun Goku, Hope of the Universe 7. That is currently my favorite Dragon Ball card. I got it right behind me over here. Um, sick. Market price of 764 That's sick. So this, sun, this Awakened Power should be number three. That is totally on, on... I screwed that one up. Okay. 
<laughs> you're good, dude. That's your OCD. You're good. Moving on to the number six card. What do you got? Uh, Ultimate Force. No. I don't think so. No. We got. We got. Oh, another another signature. That's right. Oh, Vegito signature. Yes. Vegito. And I was surprised by this. I didn't think he landed that high on the list. You know, when you look back here. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I was like, hmm, there's got to be something out there. But but this card is very unique. It's and, a, and it's very nice. It's got a turquoise color unique. to it. Yeah, the turquoise color makes it unique. The fact that it has both signature makes it unique. And also, if you guys look at it, this card is also, it's blue and yellow. It's not just a yellow. It's not a red. It's blue and yellow, which was like unique to um, Dragon Ball cards like during that era where they were doing like a different type of. Um, half and half. Yeah, like a like you know how like Digimon will throw in like those weird cards for a set to see if it kind of you know helps out the uh, playing mechanic yeah. of stuff. So this is like a playing mechanic. So it's kind of makes it unique and cool because like you got Vegeta, you got you know two different sides, you got two different colors, two different signatures, the fusions, two different people. So it all just adds up. Looks pretty nice. Dope. Yep. Which and it's in Assault of Sands, which has like all like other really dope cards. You know what I mean? Yep. From a stack set. So it's yeah, cool it's a good set. That. Yep. Very good set. Um, next, what do you got? This mm. is where it gets tricky. Think about all the characters and think about who we haven't seen yet. Uh, okay, we got to see a Frieza. Oh, Vegeta. Nice. <laughs> Vegeta. That's, that this is, hard. this is another card. I will not accept anything less than a 10 in market yeah, price is four ninety seven. Isn't yeah, I mean, that crazy how one, these are the same rarity SPRs? You got 722 versus 497. That Vegito is really nice, though. I would I would argue and say that that Vegito artwork has, it, like, has better... it has the gold on it. You see that, too? Yeah. You see how it has the gold and none of the other cards have that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next. Ultimate Force. Oh, dude. Brawly, Agent of yeah, Destruction. Yeah, that one's... That this... one's... This is a legendary card. A lot of people really like this yeah. card. Yeah, I, I see. That's that's a card like Apex that I, I I like it, but I don't like it enough to spend the money on it. So I never really bat an eye. I see it. and I'm like, damn, they have that. And then I'm like, Destroyer mm. Kings, yeah, man. It's yeah, I'm like, mm, it's not. I can't. I can't afford it. You know. Mm-hmm. Or nor would I want to get it for that money. Next, I'm gonna keep saying it. Dude. It's gotta be Ultimate Force. <laughs> no, is it not on the roster at all? Ultimate Force is not there. What? <laughs> yeah. Gohan. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. I got it in a 10. Yep. Dude, I, I was, I'm glad I made the freak. I made the roster, dude. That's I'm stoked. Market price 394. And then what do you think the number 10 card is? Uh Goku Frieza. Frieza by himself. Frieza's okay. Golden Frieza Sig. And that is a awesome card. That is awesome. Dude, I you know what? That card and the Beerus card, like not a lot of is it Beerus or is it hit? Both it, actually kind of pop. Yeah, they both pop. Like they're the purple on there is sick, but this gold one, dude. I've I've been I've been going back and look at it. And I'm like, dude, he's cheap. He's cheap for being a signature. And and the unfortunate news that's happened to the you know voice actor that's on there, like, yeah. So three hundred forty four dollars is the market price for that, and that is your top ten. He's got the Halo Dragon one, Ball dude. Soup. These are cards that can be pulled know. from booster packs. We are regarding trophies and things like that. But hell of a list, and I could see oh, myself see, getting all these. I forgot the rules. I forgot the rules. I, I would I wouldn't have kept saying Ultimate Force if I didn't. Uh... No, Ultimate Force is he was number eleven. He's not from a booster pack though. Yes, he is. Which booster pack? He's from Union Force. Oh, he's from Union Force. Which the is first, the yeah, yeah, second he's a, he's booster sec- box ever made. 
he's the first uh secret rare secret rare yeah, yeah. Yep. um so you have you have god break son goku in that mix um you have he's like number top 15 i think um you have a couple more signature cards you have uh ultimate force vegeto they were all right there in the mix but it just i just cut it off at 10 nice dude yeah that's dope. I mm-hmm. like I like that there's a good spread of a bunch of different characters. Like it's not just all Goku, which <laughs> opens up your eyes a lot. Yeah. Sick. All right. There Sick. you guys go. That is the top ten cards. It's a really cool segment and it, it honed me back into like, hey, let's get back to getting these bad boys. Don't forget about what you're doing, you know, and don't get me wrong. I really like I like a good Soul Striker reborn, but I like these cards more. This is where I need to fall. Remember what I said, if I got my hands on like that Vegeta, you know, Vegito, I would be pretty much done. Oh, and the Awakened Power. If I can get the Awakened Power, I'm done. Like, I'm I'm in, right? And I know I had two God Rares before, but I don't, I'm not really attached to those as I am the, the Tournament of Power cards and things like that. I think those were just, that was the set. Tournament I, need of that, power, I need that Vegito. Tournament of Power was the set that put like this game on on notice it really did i think that's that's the one that exploded so um, i'm sticking with that yeah um all right there you guys go that's it for dragon ball this week we got a do we have a capsule corp yes we do all right moving on to capsule corp this week here we go oh all right guys let's talk uh capsule Corp. these are just cards that um a lot of people don't talk about or go like unnoticed just because there are so many dragon ball cards and so many sick ones within the dragon ball uh you know tcg and we're just going to cover ones that I think are super dope and I think that you keep, you should keep your eyes on because I have my eyes on them and they draw my attention. So, you know, I can't be the only collector out there that likes this stuff. So here we go. Uh, first card up is going to be... These are all leader back cards. So that's the theme uh, for this week. You guys know I like me a good leader back, especially when they're graded because you get the front and back image of the card. So you throw it on a dope stand that rotates, you know, look pretty cool, I think. Okay. Um, anyway, so we got the first one up here, Full Power Sun Goku. Um, as you guys can see, this is a promo uh it's a turn the only information i can get on this card was that it was a promo and i believe it's from a tournament um so full power sun goku if you guys are watching the video you guys will see that it has texture on it it's hollow it's uh you know red it's blue it's goku everything that you'd want from a a goku artwork um it's there so it blings it's got a good vibe to it i think you guys should check it out it's uh i didn't write down the price for this one which I don't think I wrote. Yeah, I didn't write down the price. I really like this Clash of Phase Goku that's coming out. Yeah, I didn't. I did not write the uh, the price for that guy, but I don't. I don't believe he's that expensive. The uh, full power Sun Goku. So get out, get out there and get him because he's dope. I'm gonna look for it because I'm trying to get all the uh, like the red and blue Gokus, like the, the Kaoken Gokus, just because I think it's. I think he's really sick in that form. The fact that he's giving up like life, um, like life, like life energy to make himself like way stronger, just sick. Um, next thing. Dang, that is sick. That background right here. Yeah, the next next card right up. Here? This one's super sick. Yeah, what's happening see, right here? That's dude. That's Krillin getting it killed by Frieza. <laughs> so this card right here, if you guys watched the, the Dragon Ball Z, uh, uh, Frieza saga, this is the Sun Goku Legendary Super Saiyan. Um, this is the moment where he goes Super Saiyan. He rages. Um, I so really like this. If you guys, if you guys um, are looking at this, the leader back part of this, the Sun Goku, where he's not Super Saiyan yet, it's actually, if you look in the sky, it has Krillin in the uh, Freeze armor getting impaled. Well, he has a hole inside of him. You know, that's when he's getting ready to get exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he and, lifts him up, and he's like, "I'm gonna," yeah, blow and then up. right in the middle, it has. You can see like the Namekian like clouds in the back and stuff. 
and you see thunder coming down and then you see Goku in all out rage with his eyes, pure white, no pupils, you know, and we all know that's rage. That's a uh, super Saiyan rage, you know? So mm-hmm. super sick. You don't see Goku like that a lot. Cause he's always happy go lucky. So this is an iconic moment with Krillin in the background. Um, super dope card. And then on the other side, you have him when he goes super Saiyan for the very first time, which sets the pace for the whole entire, you know, anime or dragon ball, like, you know, theme you know what i mean so here we go that's the legendary super Saiyan. and dang uh, oh they got a gem in 10 over here oh man super super you know just iconic moment so i say go and get that go and get those cards guys they're they are dope it's from clash of fates and Ooh. i believe that one runs about again i didn't put the price on that one either because i don't think he's very expensive right uh someone's trying to sell a 9.5 for four hundo and then there's two others on bid that i'll just watch but like Raws. Raws are Oh, I, I don't know. I would just buy a yeah. 10. That's what I would do. All right. And the next one up here, um, this one's super dope, I think, as well. Uh, it features a duo, duo, duo Goku. Um, this is Sun Goku Ultra 200 Instinct. 200 bucks for a 10. Holy cow. Sun okay. Goku Ultra Instinct, Sun Goku Limits surpassed. So this one's dope. We have, uh, obviously, Ultra Instinct Goku. Um, and, then we also ha- and then we have the Goku in the back of the Goku. And then you flip it over, and it's another Goku. So it's just a Goku galore card. Um, it's super sick. It's got texture. Um, I recommend going and get yourself the Judge one, because there is a regular um, leader part of this one. But I believe the Judge one is the one that comes with all the texture, all the hollow, all the you know um, fancy knickknacks on it. It makes it that much more collectible and tasty uh, in terms of when you're trying to sell it, or if you're trying to price it out, or you're trying to catch someone's eye with it, or you're just trying to have it on your shelf for whatever you want. Um, I think this card is way better in the Judge form than it is in its regular form but uh go and check it out i think that's a super dope card it is a little bit pricey it's going to run you about 180 bucks mm. about 180 bucks for a raw so you know it's not very indicative of the cap score where they're cheaper cards like in like the you know 10 to like 50 dollar range this is a 180 card but and the judge one goes for even a little bit more than that but still super sick if you're trying to get yourself some dope leaderback cards of dragon ball the last one up here with the movie, and a lot of you guys like, uh, uh, well, not a lot of you guys, but just everybody likes a good, you know, brotherly story or family bond. Like, even, from, like, think about Dragon Ball stuff. You got the familial bonds, you got the Goku, Vegeta um, card, which we'll cover here in a little bit. But there is a lot of family-based Goku, Son, Son Goten, Son Gohan, you know, Father, Son, Kamehameha, whatever it is. There's a lot of these cards, and I think this is one of the ones that don't go talked about. It's actually a previous... There's a pre-release form of this card. There's one that came just regular, and there's a pre-release that has the gold stamp on it. I think that's one you want to gun for because obviously those are a lot more limited than, than just the regular leader backs themselves. Um, and also the regular one, it doesn't have the hollow back. So let me see if I can say this right. Normal leader cards have like one hollow side, one side that's special, and one side that's normal. So like there's no hollow, it's just a normal card. Um, on this pre-release, it's hollow on one side, and on the other side, it has a gold stamp. So it's kind of unique in its own way like that. Um, it's super cheap. This card, you can find it for like, mm, I think like 20-ish bucks. Um, I don't want to quote myself on that. I lied. $180. Ooh. $180. $20 for like the one that's regular. It's going to be like 180 bucks if you're trying to find this guy. So um, in if you guys are watching the video, you'll see that it's just Gohan by himself doing like a Kamehameha on top of like a mountain or something like that. That's going to be like your regular rare hollow that you see in Dragon Ball Super. And on the back side, you'll have a Sun, you have Gohan and Goten both doing a Kamehameha um, in Super Saiyan um, with the pre release gold stamp. And that actually came from Assault of the Sands. So that card is actually really, really old. We're not talking about a pre release from, you know, 
malicious Macarena or mm. uh, uh, Fates Collide or you know whatever you know modern semi modern Dragon Ball set. It's from Assault of the Sandwich, which is a pretty you know pretty stacked set, and we just talked about it right now in the uh, top ten uh, Dragon Ball cards. Like it had Vegito, it had the signature Gohan, it had signature Trunks, it had um, the other Vegito card, um, the Power of the Tara. It had um, this pre-release card. Like it has all kinds of stuff, and that's exactly why this card right here you don't get a lot of you don't get a lot of recognition because when you're going up against Vegito and Gohan and Trunks, you're gonna go unseen, especially when it came out before the set as a pre-release. So again, guys, go check out all these leader cards if you guys like the uh, the duo pictures on both sides of your graded cards. If you guys just like any of these cards in general, I recommend you guys go and grab them. I don't see how you lose. Um, you grade them. You get a nine or ten. Do your due diligence. You're gonna have these. Be some good cards to have in your collection up on your shelf. They look nice. I don't see where you lose. Hmm. That's it for the cap score segment. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. All right, that's it. Yeah, that's sick. I I have to look at this this one right here. Yeah, dope. Uh, moving on to I believe it's I believe it's Greasy's gaming corner. Here we go. Yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. Greasy's Gaming Corner. Uh, you guys know we are in a huge learning phase of learning video games, vintage video games, video game systems, how to collect them, why we're going to collect it, you know, and develop a plan based on what we like. Um, so with that being said, every week we've been trying to learn new things about, uh, you know, specific systems and games and the top systems, top games, different variants. Today, um, I got curious. I wanted to look at the different Game Boy variants that are out there. Uh, now, I believe this link I'm going to show you guys is not an all-inclusive, like everything you need to know about Game Boy. However, I think uh, it does a good, it gives a good synopsis of all the stuff you should be looking at. So, here we go. <clears throat> this is from GameGrin.com. And the chronology of Game Boy models. Uh, hopefully this isn't a sleeper here. It looks like there's a lot of text here. Uh, but here we go. Uh, in 30 years since launch. When was this made? Whew, 2019. Okay. 2019. In 30 years since launch, there have been a number of Game Boy models. The system was expanded on, repackaged, re-released in various guises over the years. With some models becoming quite collectible with different designs, colors. Okay. Let's take a look. At the Great Eight. Oh, it's called the Great Eight. Okay. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait. Three, six, seven. Okay. Who knows? All right. Here we go. The Game Boy, the original one. The first, the very first Game Boy was released on April 21st of April. Why is it written like that? 21st of April, 1989 in Japan with a European release following the next year. Internally, Nintendo had referred to the machine as the Dot Matrix game. That's why it's called the DMG-01. You'll generally hear collectors refer to it by that model number to differentiate it between later revisions. Okay, so the OG is called the DMG-01. Coming with a custom sharp GPU based on the Intel 8080 and the Zilog Z80, both popular microprocessors. In computers of the 80s, the Game Boy supported much of the code that developers had already written. This made it an attractive proposition for gaming companies. All right, there you go. That's the OG right there. And I guess there are different variants of this as well. 
This is all part of Nintendo's plan. I'm not going to read this whole blurb. This is out of control. Uh, if you guys want to read the full thing, just let me know in Discord. I will send you the link. Uh, this is all part of Nintendo's plan. What else we got here? Huh. Just a bunch of story on this initial model. Did anyone have these colors right here, though? Look at these. No. I never had an original Game Boy. I only I started with a Game Boy Color. That was where, as a matter of fact, it's right here. This is the one I started with. Yep. Boom, boom. That teal, that teal green colored one. Yeah. Yep. You got a Game Shark in there, dude? No, this is pinball. Pokemon uh, pinball. Oh, yeah, because it has a rumble in it, right? Yep, yep. yep. All right. Um, let's see. Now, moving on. These are some other variants they got. This is a Manchester United version. Check that out. That's cool. That's like, it's just different. Like, you know. Yeah. If you're a big football fan, there you go. Try to find that. Very respectful. Now, Game Boy Pocket is the next revision. Okay, and this came out in 1996, so I was about five years old. I think I know what these look like. And this version was smaller, lighter, and only took two AAA batteries. You could still get about 10 hours of gameplay from it, though. I don't think these were a hit, though. Uh, had a smaller link port, and uh, meaning that new cables or an adapter were needed to trade the new fangled pocket monsters that were starting to arrive on scene. All right, so yeah, this is, this is the time. The screen was now pure black and white compared to the green-tinted display. Much better refresh rate, so just better tech overall. This is the Game Boy Pocket. I did not have this one either. I Kind of looks like it. Kind of, I know. I know. I know that we didn't have that. But it's well, remember it back in the day, like jeans. The pockets of jeans were shaped like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you put something yeah. in your pocket, it had the it had the sharp yeah, corner, it was round, and then it had the round part. That, that was, they made it because pockets were made like that. And mm-hmm. back in the day, we wore our jeans a little more loose, so this could totally fit in your pocket. And it was like it's fine. We didn't have a bulge. It was just in there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Nowadays, that'll rip your pants. Concealed. Yeah, rip your pants now. <laughs> so, Game Boy Light. Here we go. One of the most sought-after models of the original Game Boy is the Game Boy Light. This came out in 1998 in Japan. This iteration is slightly bigger than the Pocket. As a name, it suggests it comes with the backlight. You get 12 hours on two AA batteries and 20 hours without. So, yeah, they definitely upped the power on this one. This is the Game hey, Boy Light. Hey, that one's sick. Okay. So, it's going to be a little bit bigger than this, but it has a backlight. Um, but very similar. So very similar. All of these models are very similar. You have to you have to really know your stuff, which is why we read this stuff. Okay. Game Boy Color. Here we go. Here it is. The end of 1998. So I I guess I got my first Game Boy in in 1998. That's about right then. So I was about seven, seven or eight years old. Uh, the main reason that the Game Boy Light didn't get a worldwide release was because a few months later, towards the end of 98, the Game Boy Color was released. This was just a, the first major upgrade to the playing experience as it added a color LCD. All right. The cartridge was retained, meaning full backwards compatibility. There was also often forward compatibility. Wow. Okay. You can tell which games are from the color of the cartridge uh, with, with games that only work on the color coming in transparent casing. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool. There you guys go. That's the Game Boy Color. You guys just saw mine. I think I paid 60 bucks for mine. 
which is what you could get at brand new back in the day. But I paid 60 bucks at like a game store, uh, probably like 10 miles away from here. Nice. Yep. Um, my son uses my DS almost all the time. So I thought he was going to play this. I was like, hey, I'm going to start you out on the primitive stuff and then we'll level you up. He just uses the DS. Why? Because the backlight. Backwards compatibility. It's yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just better for him. All right. Game Boy Advance. This was in 2001. Wow. I see. I, I would have never remembered these years. 2001 was the greatest leap in Game Boy technology with Game Boy Advance. All right. This was the first Game Boy model. It's the purple one. Yep. Okay. And I never had a Game Boy Advance. Never had nah, one. It didn't have. We, I, it was this, and then it went right to the SP. Yeah. I had the Pokemon color one, the blue and yellow, half blue, half yellow. Yeah. Um. Now, what's weird though is I wonder when the SP came out though. Two thousand, like, right after that, no? Yeah, it must have been shortly after because we didn't really miss this era. I mean, there weren't many games. Oh no, I guess we were pretty late to Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, maybe, maybe we were. No, we were probably yeah, maybe late. we might have been a little bit late to Ruby Sapphire because we didn't have a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. 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 Game Boy Advance SP came out two okay, years came later. Two thousand three. Wow. So. I was, yeah, about 11, 12 years old. But but on Game Boy Advance, it wasn't, it was fine because it was two years, but they came out with Crystal on Game Boy Advance. No, Crystal was a Game Boy Color game. Was it Game Boy Color? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was the rectangle one, yeah. yeah I remember. I thought, I thought that's when they went down to the slim one. Okay, so 2000, so yeah, you missed out on two years. Um, and this was the one, I, I bought the original Cobalt Blue one. That was the first color they came out with was Cobalt Blue. I bought it the week it came out for my birthday. And then I, bought I, the, I bought the special release. I bought, um, I bought Legacy of Goku. I bought Pokemon Crystal. And uh, I may have bought one more, like SpongeBob or something like that. I had I had two SPs, dude. Yeah. You had a black one initially? and a, Yeah, and a burgundy one. I don't remember the burgundy one. It like, yeah, it was a red one. I remember the red one, yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like a red, reddish burgundy color. It's funny they put the silver one because they didn't really drop the silver one for a while. Silver and red didn't come out for a while. And the black one was a limited edition one. Onyx one, yeah. Yeah, Onyx. Now this was this was peak gameplay, man. I in middle school I carried this thing around with me everywhere. I would always play in class because you could just mm-hmm. fold it real quick and mm-hmm. like no one would even know. Mm-hmm. You know, you could almost fit in the palm of your hand. Yeah. SP was hard, dude. Yeah, I got to get one. I, I want to get one box though. I want to. I want to. I want the experience of opening one up. Yeah. So. I'll definitely have to go check out see if I... I think you can buy one, you know, for less than a grand. Those little bumpers, man. Those little bumpers, when you close the screen, those never wore down. These right here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's safe Slam that. Case. Slam it. Yep. Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Now, this is something I don't know anything about. This is the Game Boy Micro. Around so the, this one right here wasn't a big hit. That's what I was talking about. Around the same time as the SP redesign, the Game Boy Micro was released. Okay. This would be the last model to bear the Game Boy name. At this point, DS had been released. Oh, that's why. DS was already out. Okay. That makes sense. And I, you know what's funny is I didn't get a DS until 2011, 2012, when Black and White came out. That's when I got a DS and I bought it used. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never thought. Who played that? I bet yeah, you this I think I think I remember seeing one like in a... Um... Uh, what's it called? It wasn't a sales success. It's saying here. Yeah, I think I saw one. Like it was like a, it was like a game. It was like, what is that game? Game break. You know, like it was next. It was it was attached to the Hollywood 
Blockbuster. Hmm. And they used to have them packaged up inside the um, packages they made, you know, like pre-owned stuff. I got to look at this up. Got to find one. We're talking, oh. we're talking 800 bucks for a sealed, sealed one. That's a, that's a damaged box, too. I, I would open it, though. I would oh, open okay. it and play yeah. it brand new. That's what I would do. There it is at the Emerald, dude. I had my Emerald for so long, and I don't even know where it went now. Oh, wow. With all my Pokemon. Maybe I'll get one complete in box, too. I could probably do that, too. My, my, uh... But I was so proud of this because I gutted everything I had to get this. And then I remember Legacy of Goku was new, and I was, like, so excited that I could get a yep. used... I got a used version, by the way. I didn't get a new version. What was, um... There you go. Here's CIB right here. Oh, nice. Wow. Nice. This is one thing I wish I never would have got rid of because I put some serious hours on this system. Some miles, dude. It was just, it was, I mean, because of that backlight, I was playing night and day. Yeah. This is what I played to go to bed. Yeah. It was like my my best. 12 hours, dude. That's half a day. Ooh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yep. Chain of Memories. That's That's a hard game. Hard. All right. Anyways, there you guys go. It's a quick look at the, I guess the Great Eight is what they call it. For Game Boy, um, I got to I gotta see how I'm going to tie this all in. You know, this I don't know if I would buy a Game Boy system before I bought an N64. Like, I'm kind of torn between those two. Uh, probably an N64. But this is, co- this is good to know. I didn't know this. Um, and I would love to do this. This is kind of cool. Like, I didn't know there's a black version right here. Yeah, that one's sick. That's, I, I, I would love to the just have this stuff, too. you know, set up behind me. So that's kind of where my mind's going with that. And you could buy you could buy dead models, you know what I mean, and just just if you're gonna put them up for display, because that's what we usually do, you know, you don't need something that's operating. You yeah. can you can go cheap with these, and that's kind of what I'm seeing. Yep. All right, that's dope. That is sick, and I believe we are on to our last segment of the night. Gengar's grabs. Here we go. All right, Gengar's Grabs, this is our last segment of the night, and it's all about you guys. These are cards, collectibles, things that you bought this week. You submitted it to us in the Discord. We rank it our uh, top five here. So here we go. Number five this week. Our buddy from Canada, ATM, Mitch. Uh, He he added uh, a, a second. I'm not sure if he had the Zekrom or the Reshiram first, but now he has the set from Black and White Base. He's got Reshiram, and he's got Zekrom. The black and white cards. Sick. Yeah, and they're nines. Those are solid grades for black and white era because that is very hard to grade. Yep. Um, I've been thinking about upgrading my gold cards. Like I'm like, maybe I should sell the eights and try and get some nines, but the market yeah. seems like they're sleeping on it still, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's number five. I love black and white. We've shared it on the podcast multiple times. I still think it's a great buy. I think it's extremely cheap. Black and white is one of the best games, like actual video games of Pokemon. Play it. It's a great, great, great game. One of the longest games, too. Uh, all right, number four this week. Nick Byrne, he's back. Our This is our friend from Australia. We have Canada. Now we got Australia. Check this out, though. Hey, what's up, man? So he pulls two secret rares. Guess how many boxes he opened? I don't know. Six boxes, and he got two secrets. Six loose boxes. They weren't they weren't case fresh. They were six loose boxes. He got two secrets. Remember, a secret rare is a case hit. Really? Yes. 
He found he bought six loose boxes and got two secrets. Wow. This one right here is about 300 bucks. This one right here is about 120. Whoa. So, Coming up. Yeah, good sick. job, Nick. Yeah. That was uh, really good. And that's, I, from the, that's from the new set? Yeah. Okay. Sweet, sweet. Um, the reason this takes number four this week is because it's the newest set, uh, Dawn of the Z. We're all really excited about it. I've been covering it a lot. Uh, and then just to pull it in six boxes like that, two secrets, which are case hits, that's some crazy luck, right? And yep, uh, that is crazy. I just I I love the I love the gambling aspect of trading cards. Okay, yep. uh, number three this week, paperclip, aka Jake. Whoa! So this is a limited, I guess, limited edition hero clicks. Uh, he was saying that there's a yellow variant of this same exact figure, which is very easy to find. But the black figure, he says that there there may be less than like twenty in the world. Wow. Uh, he's been looking for it for a very long time. Finally got one. Um, there may be even less than 20. So uh, I just, I don't know anything about Hero Clicks, but what I do like and what I respect is just chasing rare stuff. <laughs> and he, he's probably been looking for this for a very long time. And I know what that's like. like he's yep. like, I'm going to wait and I'm going to, one day this will pop up. I'll talk to the right person. They're going to have it, you know, and that patience and determination to get something like that. It's that's what you need to do to get very far in collecting. Because um, if you're constantly chasing modern and you don't have any serious goals, you probably just blasted that mic. That's funny. Okay. Um, so there you guys go. That's uh, number three this week. Just uh, a Hero Clicks figure, which is uh, extremely rare. Tight. I like that. Moving on to number two this week. We got a War Greymon in the house. CT, CT's got a gold stamp War Greymon. Uh, he actually sent me a message about this one a while back, uh, trying to find out, you know, because we have a price guide for this stuff. So he's trying to find out, you know, hey, am I am I in the right ballpark? Uh, we both agreed that the one he was looking at was in great condition, um, like very good condition, and uh, yeah, I think he got a great deal. Um, so yeah, you know, War Greymon gold stamp is is probably one of the grails of our Discord. Uh, and he's finally part of that club. So congrats for getting that. Hopefully it grades well. I can see your card saver already. I think you're going to do well. Yeah. I think you're going to do pretty darn well. That's a sick, sick card. It's it's a great card. I mean, one of my proudest moments was when the whole hollow versus gold stamp thing was a big deal. And I have a magazine right here with the gold stamp right on the first page. It's like on the cover. Like War Greymon gold stamp is on the cover of the magazine. So it's just like, it's cool. Like, oh, I got this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, that, you know, when I was a kid, you probably saw that magazine. You're like, man, I'll never have that. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. Like, I got it. Uh, that's a cool card to have. All right. Number one this week. Here we go. This was a gimme. It was an absolute gimme. Card habit. Skylar. Oh. So he got a PSA return. This isn't all of it, by the way. Um, But these are almost all PSA 10s. I believe they all are. Um, this is a Union Force Vegito SPR. Yeah. So remember, back in the day, there was only one secret rare, and that's the SSB Vegito. This is the SPR that's in that set as well. And we yeah. shared it on the podcast a while back. I said, hey, you can get this for 30 to 40 bucks." And remember, SPRs were a big deal back then, more so than they are now. If you can get your hands on one, I think, think people are sleeping on Remember we talked about Cell and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Vegito? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. 
That's the Vegito. Yeah, he's got the Jiren. Jiren, Jiren Goku. Goku. Look at this is the Altart Hope of the Universe Seven. Hope of the Universe. He got seven. tens. Yep. Ten, 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 ten. Look at this. IARs. Ten, 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 ten. He's got both. And IAR he's got artworks. the anniversary gold, uh, gold stamp Goku. Yeah. These are all cards that we have shared and or talked about, and I think he went all tens on it, which is just absolutely nuts. Yeah, he did Pokemon nuts. as well. His Pokemon return was really well too, but there was a couple of nines sprinkled in there. But this right here, I'm telling, I, I, not to put him on the spot or anything, but it's like, I know that when he probably bought these, when we were telling you how cheap they were. Yeah. And I know how well he's going to do if he ever decides to sell these. Cause it, he, that's how you do it right there. You see how he's got four tens. He can sell three and still keep one and be like, I'm good. Yeah. He could probably just sell those three and pay for the whole lot. Yeah. That's where collecting really starts to scale up. It's like, I sold two cards. I paid for the other 50. That's how you, that's how you get like stuff like behind you like this. It's just. Yeah. Stuff. Starts, collect it. Yep. Yeah. Or, you know, like this, these Gokus, I had three of these and I went, I went three for three on PSA tens. Um, and then on these Vegetas, I also, I snagged two tens on these and <clears throat> having those extras subsidizes the rest of your the collection you get to keep. huh it pays for the one you get to keep yep and more and yep. more it's crazy so this this dragon ball return absolutely nuts um that's why you could that's why you could tell the people who don't who don't monetize the hobby correctly you know what i mean they're in a rush to sell their, <laughs> their collectibles yeah. you know what i mean yeah but the ones that do do it properly like me and denny like there i've i've sold like enough of my already graded psa cards or like high dollar secret rares or whatever this is or that pay for majority of the cards that are in my collection so that's why they can just sit there and remain what they are a collection and not you know yep. an emergency asset to use because i'm i'm i i went too deep in the hole or i went yep. too hard in the, in the paint you know too quick and i bought the wrong stuff or you know i thought i was gonna hit money on or gold on this strike gold I think, on that. Uh, so this is like that's why like denny said you can have all that stuff that's that's behind him because it's like that's that's what collecting is you literally just collect it and it starts to pile up you know what i mean and then you're like, oh, wait, you wanted this? Oh, I'll trade you this. And it basically makes all that there. It can just keep sitting there. Yeah, and I think Jello mentioned it before. Um, <clears throat> Jello mentioned before, like... What up, ATM? He was like, you know, when you when you look at... Like he was saying, when you look at Greasy's collection, you can see that he doesn't gut his collection just for one card. It's like yeah. he just keeps adding to it. Two different types of mentalities, uh, you know. And this is... So now, hopefully this makes sense. Like, you know, like when... I had five. I gave one to ATM who just dropped in the chat. But like, that's why I do this is that so I can keep my baby and I still have, you know, enough to grow the collection. Um, yep. And then those pay for the other shown the stack that you have of, of gradable cards. This is, this is not even all of them. Yeah. That right there, that little stack right there is just good. A little spread and like a little fan. This is like, this is like, I mean, just fan out. Some, just Yeah. See it's, that guy's probably like 60, 70 cards. I mean, yeah, and more. those other three Gokus, two of them graded in a 10. Say, say three of them graded in 10, there's one nine. Denny will keep one nine and sell the other three tens. Yeah. You know? Well, you know sell I like the other three tens. tens, and those three tens pull back. You yeah. know, they just they just paid for his nine. They paid for all the grades, and they're going to pay for all those other cards that you guys just saw that Denny put, put up. Pay for all those until they sit there. And, and when they sit there, as being a collectible, when they sit there, they start making more money. You know? It's like a... It's, you know, it's or, like, but, but then the other part of that too, though, is that we're being cost effective. So if something flops, you're like, okay, I'm out 40 bucks. Who cares? 
it's still an awesome card. Like, yep. what are you worried about? You know? Yep. So uh, this was just a great example of that. This, I like to see this because he's putting this stuff in practice. Yeah. And I think it will work well. Yep. Right? Um, it's not going to buy him a new house. But this is, that is, I mean, you're. But a, but a sick-ass moped? You're almost yeah. there, dude. That's how, this is, this is how it's done right there. That's the work being done <laughs> right there. That's the work being done. It will pay off. Yep. It will pay off for sure. That's cool, man. <clears throat> Even if he decides to keep them all, it's like they're all tens. Why wouldn't you? Know, that's awesome. That's a feat in its own. So uh, that congrats to uh, Skylar for taking number one. That was an easy pick. I mean, I saw that and I was like, damn, dude, like you guys are getting good. You guys are getting good at this and that you should be proud of yourselves for that. Yeah, that's dope. <clears throat> so there you guys go. That's Gengar's Grabs. And that is the end of episode 103. If you like the video, please like the video. Like the video. Share this link on your Instagram stories. Tag me and subscribe if you like the show that much. Tell your mom. Tell everybody. You can also join our Discord because it's free. You will get to link up with tons of different collectors just like us. And all we do is talk about stuff we like. We're not going to sell you anything. right? We're just going to show you our cool cards and we'll just, you know, that's it. That's all. It's just a giant, giant family. Just do um, it. Just join. And then the last thing, if you really like the podcast, you can actually support us by donating as little as 99 cents a month. Those links are always in every video. It just says, listen to our podcast. And then I put in parentheses, it says support. If you click that link, you can donate. In the arms yeah, of the Exactly. Girl. You can, you can yeah. save <laughs> one Soul Striker Goku <laughs> with your donation. That's right. Uh, but you, you don't have to. That's with your donation, optional. you can save another... You know, scalper, you poor collector support, out there. You can support the next mystery pumpkin, right? <laughs> I know you yeah. guys like those. Those mystery. I seen the mystery pumpkins in the Discord. I couldn't believe it. Jake got that Ragemon and he got a Metal, Metal Greymon promo. Come on, Ragemon. You can't beat it, guys. You can't beat it. Uh, but that that is all because of, of what you guys were able to do uh, over this last year. Um, so that is it for episode one hundred three. Thank you guys for watching. Wrapping I don't have up. anything else. That's it. We'll see you guys next week for episode 104. And stay tuned for some Halloween box break news. You got anything? Nope. That's it, guys. All right. Tune in episode 104. Let's go. Peace. Later. Later.